welcome to another episode of the Divorced Assholes. Yeah. I'm your host Adam Hildebrandt, and with me, as always, Colleen. Colleen. Yeah, introduce yourself. I don't have to do it all. <laughs> Today we are concluding our series on the Civil War. It has been a run, mm-hmm. and it has taken us a while. I apologize. There's been sickness. Yeah. Among us. Yeah, it's so weird. Someone gave someone Corona. Yeah, Brian is such an asshole. We'll, we'll leave names out of this. Yeah. It was totally you. <laughs> or your kids. That's the kids, yeah. <clears throat> We're finally feeling better, so we decided to do another episode. Yeah. Um, but yes, we apologize about the wait. Um, this one is going to be the better of the three episodes, in my opinion. <laughs> Because uh, we're going to go over <coughs> the first, the generals, which is kind of interesting, and then the battles, which is going to be way more interesting. I know a lot of you have been waiting for this part. It's not going to be so much about morals and bullshit. So uh, before I kick it off to Colleen, she's going to cover the generals. I just wanted to go over real quick the five um, deadliest battles in the... Uh, American Civil War, which if we say if we say the ACW, that's just abbreviation for American Civil War. I had to abbreviate it a bunch in here because I was writing down so much shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so top five deadliest battles in the ACW were first, not a surprise, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yep. So July first through the third, so it was a two day battle, oh eighteen sixty three. The Union uh, had uh, George Meade was the general leading that one versus Robert E. Lee. He was the Confederate, obviously. Uh, Their strength was 94,000 Union soldiers versus 72,000 Confederates. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So they outnumbered them a good amount. That's like it's almost 20 something percent. Um, I didn't get the percentages, but uh, they did outnumber them a good amount. And the losses in that battle were, on the Union side, 23,000. So, um, that's a good chunk. So, they were down to about how many the Confederates had at the end of the battle. But the Confederates did even worse. This one was considered a loss. So, they had 28,000 deaths or casualties. Um, on the Confederate side. So out of 72,000, they had 28 people out of commission. Wow. Um, That was just the first one. So then the second one, and they had a whole list online of the different battles and statistics. It's really cool. If you want to Wikipedia, they have the National uh, American Civil War um, page up where you can look at a lot of these statistics. And it's really interesting. Um... I didn't know how to pronounce this one. This one, the second one was Chickamagoo. <laughs> Chickamaga. Like Mr. Magoo. Well, Chicka. Chickamanga. Chickamanga. Oh, I didn't see. I like. Chick- Wait, where's the N? Chickamanga. Are you sure that's Chickamanga? No. Should we oh. have Siri? So should we have Siri say it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Chickamaga. I like Magoo better. Chickamagoo. <laughs> Clearly, this is serious. People died. 
September 19th through <laughs> September 20th of 1863. So it's a, <clears throat> a day battle, <clears throat> essentially. Uh, the Union general was William Rosecrans. <laughs> Interesting name I wonder there. what his favorite crayon color is. <laughs> uh, versus uh, Braxton Bragg. Oh, what? <laughs> and I believe this was another loss. So the uh, Union had 60,000 uh, strength. So they had 60,000 men. Yeah. The Confederates had 65. So they actually outnumbered Ooh. them in this one. That's rare. But on the <clears throat> Union side, they lost 16,000 men or had 16,000 casualties. Yeah. On the Confederate side, they had 18,000. So they lost 2,000 more people. So that one, I believe, was also considered a loss. And that's how, obviously, that's how most of the top rank battles were. I mean, obviously, they were Confederate wins. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> Union wins, um, because they won the war. So, it's not surprising. Uh, the next one is even worse to pronounce. Uh, Spotslavania. Spotslavania Courthouse. I would love to so hear someone's people, like... House. like Correct you on all of these. No, feel free to correct us. I, I mean, would love I, that. Somebody. It's probably going to be totally different. But this one, I mean, it's literally Spots <clears throat> Ylvania. Spotslavania. Spotslavania. That sounds wrong. Sounds like the offshoot of tra- Transylvania. <laughs> like the uh, Walmart brand. Walmart. It's the Walmart of the Sylvanias. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was in the South, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so it was a courthouse. Mm-hmm. This one was crazy. So um, I don't remember what this one was considered. I this one was either a draw or it was actually a Confederate win. <clears throat> so this was Ulysses S. Grant versus Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant had 100,000 men on his side. That's a lot. And Lee had 52,000. So almost half as many as the unions but on the casualty side the union lost 18,000 men and the confederates lost 13,000 so I believe this one was still considered was considered either a win or um, I'll go into they have categorizations for the different um, battles and how they fared we'll kind of go into that a little bit later um, before we go into some more of the because these are just the deadliest battles. Um, I'll go into the more pivotal battles, and some of these will show up again, obviously. But uh, these were just the deadliest, so I wanted to get these on here. Um, so yeah, that one I believe was either a win or a another category, category for a slight win for the Union. And that'll make sense later. Um, number four comes in at Chancellorville. So this was May 1st through the f- uh, 4th. So this was a three-day battle. And, oh, I forgot, sorry. Spotsylvania was May 8th through the 21st. So that was a long battle. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a good almost two weeks. How can you be in one battle for two weeks? On that one, I'm assuming since it was a <clears throat> courthouse, like they were just dug in and they were kind of like trying to get them to come out. Kind of like a siege type thing. Oh. That's what would make sense to me. Because you're not going to just literally shoot at each other for two weeks. No. But also, what are they so, going to... Are they, like, all battling? And then they're like, pause. 
and then they go off and sleep. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're just trusting that the other... As soon as it's dark, they're like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> all right, see you later, Bob. <laughs> all right, you put up a good fight. I'm going, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a long battle. Um, sorry, back to Chancellorville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. May 1st through the 4th, so a three-day battle here. Um, this was a big one. So this was on the Union side, and you're going to laugh at this. Joseph Hooker was the general... <laughs> For that one. Joseph Hooker. I highly know her. <laughs> Versus the, another Robert E. Lee. So, on this one, the Union had 134,000 men. Okay. Versus the Union's 60,000. So, it was over double Damn. the amount. And still, on this one, and it's still, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you have more men, you're going to lose more men. Yeah. But the Union lost 17,000. Mm-hmm. And the Confederates only lost 13,000. So okay. percentage-wise, the Union lost less. Oh, okay. Because they have way more men. They lost a little bit more, but... Percentage-wise. Percentage-wise, yeah. the uh, Union, or the Confederates lost more. But just pure number-wise, that's why it's interesting. I think that one was also a loss uh, for the Confederates. And then the last one, this one was just called The Wilderness. So it was, yeah, it didn't, it was actually pretty vague. Um, This one was May 7th through the, or sorry, May 5th through the 7th, 1863. Uh, It was Ulysses S. Grant versus Robert E. Lee. This one was 102,000 men on the Union side versus 61,000 on the Confederate side. Okay. And the Union, again, lost 18,000. And the Confederates lost 11,000. So, similar to the last one. Like, the Union lost more, but they have way more men. So, percentage-wise, the uh, Confederates definitely lost more. Because Union was more like 20%. Whereas the um, Confederates, what's 10 to 60? That's That's a good chunk. It was like 30%. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then just another caveat, in captivity alone among these battles, because um, casualties are usually either obviously deaths, wounded, or captures, mm-hmm. uh, in the captivity alone, there were about as many deaths as there were in the entire Vietnam War. In that captivity alone, there was a lot of diseases running through, and there was a lot of, it was cold. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people were just fucking dying from not even on the battlefield, which that must have been the worst way to go. But, yeah, I wanted to go over that real quick before we get into the two main generals of the war, and now we'll have Colleen kind of cover that. Hey, guys. So, let's talk about Robert E. Lee. So, he was the, um, the Confederate OG, uh, General. General, thank you. That's right. Jesus. <laughs> um, but so here, this is something that's very interesting about our little boy Lee. Um, he. Little boy. Yeah. Are we going back in time? Well, I guess we should. Because he's dead. He is dead. If we want. He died to... way older than we are now. Yes. But actually, not way older than me. <laughs> Just so little. 
Wait, he had gray hair and gray beard. I'm just kidding. I think he died when he was in his 70s, actually. So, yeah, not too much older than you. Not too much. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways. So, Robert E. Lee was born in 1807 in Virginia. And... Good old Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) Does anything good come out of Virginia? That's a really good question, and I'm trying to think. I was about to say orange juice, but I think that's Florida. That's Florida. No, Virginia is for lovers. Virginia State. What? Something happened there. What? Is that something bad? Probably. I don't remember. So we don't need to, don't need to <laughs> keep go going. Anyway. I'm sure there's women that come out of there that are very beautiful. <coughs> and if you want to hit me up, feel free to. Okay. Leave us a rate, view, review, and subscribe. And just say, hey... I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know what it means. <laughs> That's so Just say so you're single. <laughs> uh, anyways, our pal Lee, Robert E. Lee. Which you liked him way more than the other one, right? <clears throat> okay. That's a, it's not that I liked him way more, but he's definitely more interesting. And it's not my fault. But here's the thing that... Well, usually the bad boys are, am I right? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Um, no, but one thing about Robert E. Lee is actually, though he was a Confederate general, he did not agree with slavery. Um, so I did want to stop and read this real quick before going to him a little bit more. He actually, um, at the beginning of the war, Abraham Lincoln asked him to be his, uh, champion. No. Champion. His general. Champion. <laughs> be my champion. <laughs> going into the arena? <laughs> This Rome? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Just a bunch of old men in there. Um, well, how old do you know how old he was at the start of the war? So he was in his sixties. Damn. Yeah. Old fuck. No, he was late fifties, but he was definitely in his sixties once the war ended. Um, but anyway, so he did not agree with slavery, and he wrote his wife this letter that I want to go over real quick. Um, <clears throat> but he said, was married. He was married. Yeah. Too bad for you. What? He's been... He was dead like a hundred years before his I'm mom. so sorry, Chloe. <laughs> I do like him, but not like that. Like, anyways. Um, this is what he said to his wife. Quote, Slavery is an, is an, as an institution is a moral and political evil in, men, in any country. It is useless to accentuate on its disadvantages. I think, however, a great evil to the white man... Um, greater evil to the white man than to the black race. And while my feelings are strongly enlisted on behalf of the latter, my sympathies are more strong for the former. Um, so he also said in the same letter... Wait, um, that sounds like he kind of went back on Yeah. He's like... What? That does, so, yeah, slavery is wrong, but I like it too much. Basically. Yeah, and then he, and this is what he says at the end of the letter to his wife. The blacks are immensely better off. I'm sorry, quote. The blacks are immensely better off here than in Africa, morally, socially, and physically. The painful discipline they are undergoing is necessary for their instruction as a race, and I hope will prepare and lead them to think to better things. How long their subjugation may be necessary is known. Uh, known and ordered by a wise and merciful providence. Um, close quote. 
so he's like saying, yeah, slavery, slavery is wrong, but it's also good for them to be here. So, but anyways, um, yeah, they didn't make him sound good at all. Not really. I thought you were going to make him sound like he was this guy who was angry about having to general the wrong side. Well, here's what happened. So he was... I was thinking Liam Nielsen oh, with a beard. That would be Just, great. I don't want to be on this side, but <laughs> if I have to fight the wolves, let him come. <laughs> well, so basically what happened was um, he was born in Virginia his um, family goes goes way back to the Revolutionary War. But even before that, his mother dated George Washington. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. So she dated George Washington. She, <laughs> she dated George? Wait, her so, mom dated George Washington. No, no, his mom. So Robert E. Lee's mom dated George Washington. But then she ended up marrying his dad. Wait, wait, wait. Robert, e, Robert Lee's mom. Yeah. I had that backwards. I thought you were saying Robert Lee dated uh, George Washington's mom. No. I guess that wouldn't make sense because he's dead. Yeah. Right? At this yeah. point. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I thought that was cool. But so, so I said that backwards earlier. Robert E. Lee may be the bastard of George Washington. Wouldn't that be badass? That would be super cool. Yeah. Um, but no, so like he's he's born into Virginia. He has all this love for his his state and his country because of his father and George Washington. Well, yeah, yeah. But um, so Robert E. Lee's actual father was a revo- Revolutionary War hero. Um, he was like a badass in the war. But then named, named George Washington. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, um, but anyway, so he he had like a lot of patriotism in him in in him, and he's like, I don't. He didn't want the war to happen. He didn't think that the un or the Confederacy secede from the Union. He thought seceding was anarchy. He didn't agree with the South at all. But then when Lincoln comes in and asks him, Hey, will you fight for me on the North? He's like, I can't fight against my the South. That's my home. But I won't fight you either. And then. Um, the South was attacked, or Virginia was attacked, and then that's when our boy Granty Pooh decided to take up arms. So they done fucked up. They done that fucked part. up. Finally, we got some Union fuckers fucking up. So, but let's <clears throat> let's talk about Robert E. Lee because he was actually very impressive. If you look at his resume, 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 resume. <laughs> Anyways, if you look at his resume, so he, his dad, who was a Revolutionary War hero, actually abandoned his family. So, like, right when Robert E. Lee turned six, his dad's like, peace, and just left. I gotta go be the president. <laughs> you dumpy fuck is gonna make a bad impression on Washington, so, bye bye <laughs> bye bye um, I bet he had a beard back then too, like yeah. as a six-year-old. <laughs> just fat with the beard, bald. That's hilarious. Like I gotta split. This kid is fucking ugly. <laughs> okay, so his father left, but he the only way he could afford schools was 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 if he went to West Point. 
Um, so he went there. He graduated number two in his class. He was like the top dog. Like he was all about this war shit school. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he graduated number two. And then um, he went on to have, uh, he had to, he took control in uh, the Mexican-American War. So here's something that's cool. During the Mexican and American War, Ulysses S. Grant and Robert E. Lee fought on the same team against Mexico. But the How Mexico, did they do? Uh, well, Ulysses S. Grant didn't do so good. He got drunk all the time. But we'll come to him later. What's wrong with that? Well, I guess if it's you're... It's the 1800s. Just yeah. fucking... That, isn't that normal? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Leave me alone, dude. Get my drink on. <laughs> Sounds like Robert E. Lee's the sourpuss in all this. Well, okay, but you know how we talked about how he had he had a, like a 32-year career in the Army. Just a genius. Um, so he's known, and this is, he's known as one of the greatest generals of all time in the world. So, like, he ranks with Napoleon, Alexander the Great, Frederick the Great... So on and so on. Like he, I don't know if Napoleon was that good. That's a good point. He didn't win. <laughs> but... And he was sh- supposedly short. Mm-hmm. I think he was normal height. Yeah. They just made fun of him. Yeah, didn't we look it up and he was my height? <clears throat> yeah, 5'7", which yeah. is like the average... Is that the average male height? I think it is. It's like between... It's still short. <clears throat> I don't think it's considered short, though. Well, I consider you short. Yeah, but it's not considered short to normal people. Well, are you saying I'm not normal? Good. (laughs) But anyways, let's go back to our boy Lee. So... How tall was he? Oh, I didn't look up their heights. Fuck. Should I look that up? No, it's cool. Abraham Lincoln was 6'4". No, he wasn't even that tall. Yes, he was! Google it right now. You no, no, no. I'm saying 6'4 is not that tall. Oh, you don't think 6'4 is tall? Not compared to what they talk about. You oh. think of him being 7 foot something. Oh. Bigfoot motherfucker. I know, like on all the pictures, he's like towering over people. Yeah. And then he's also wearing the hat. And it makes yeah, him so even, he's even taller. It's like a fucking statue. He's like looking down on everybody like, idiots. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to Lee. So, his time at the Mexican War set him apart as the like the most courageous and intelligent officers in the army. So like it just catapults him. So in 1859, um, he was ordered to put out the John Brown's slave rebellion. Remember we talked about John Brown? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who should have changed his name to John White? Yes. I don't know why he didn't. <laughs> but anyway, so he was ordered to go and like stop that shit from happening. And it was a big, it was a big Lee? deal. Yeah. Lee was sent over to like stop the rebellion so it, it, was, it was for the union or just yeah for the union hmm. so because right now it's like just the USA um nobody's taking sides yeah exactly so Abraham Lincoln's like yo go stop this bro I mean yeah go stop this yo bitch yo bitch <laughs> <laughs> get up on over there <laughs> oh. but um so anyways he he stopped that rebellion which was a big deal in an one hour Wait, didn't a bunch of people die? Yeah. Including Brown. Yeah. Poor stupid bastard. Poor stupid bastard. He was a He brain. died for nothing. 
But he was brave. Honestly. Good for him. Sad that he had to die. Bro? Yeah. Okay. Like, cause he, what his actions is what caused the union or the union to be formed because they're like, listen, we got to do something. The Confederacy is like, we got to do something about this, and the union's like, well, let's just end slavery. And they're like, well, we don't do that about it. Um, but anyways, so at the beginning of the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln um, was thinking that he would have this amazing general Robert E. Lee to help him. And that and we talked about how he left um, the Union to um, protect his home state. Um, Which honestly shouldn't have cared. Like, there's nothing in Virginia. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what Adam's doing. <clears throat> I had something on my e-cig for like months now. I just got it off. Oh, good job. <clears throat> okay. What are we talking about? So, we're talking about Robert E. Lee and, like, wh- when the war first started and he was like, I'm not going to help the Union, so I'm guessing I'm going to be in the Confederacy. Um, he he took control and um, he called his little army the Army of Northern Virginia, and that was in 1862. So this is kind of like his rundown of battles. Um, he defeated George McClellan in the Seven Days Battle, forcing the Union to retreat. This, in the Second Battle of Manassas in 1862 and the Battle of Chancellorville in 1863, he was outnumbered, but he was able to outmaneuver his enemy. Um, so like they were the, the historians. That so yeah, I'm, those were some of the ones I wanted. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so those. The wars are these wars that he was fighting. Um, he was outnumbered, like Adam talked about, but he did more with less than any other general. So he had less. Well, he was usually outnumbered. Yes, exactly. Um, so, but that's just so impressive that he was able to stay. And like it said that um, if he wasn't a general in the Confederacy the war would not have lasted the four years that it did. If they didn't have Robert E. Lee, it would not have lasted that long. Yeah, Chancellorville, he was... You know, he, they had double the numbers. And, let's see. Same with... Did Was Spots Yelavania on there? No, Adam. You mentioned that one? Because that was another one where he was outnumbered <laughs> two to one. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, he was out... <coughs> able to outmaneuver his enemy even though he should have lost and then in the battle of Antiheim, anti-tam whatever thank you thank you thank you and then in gettysburg in july 1863 the tide turned against the confederacy but um he surrendered to grant ulysses s grant was he still drunk no no that would be way more impressive grant would be drunk yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Grant still drunk? <laughs> he just rocks up. What's up? Got you, bastard. <laughs> Who's talking about me drinking now? <laughs> Bitch. He's like, yeah, I won. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Throw him in the holding cell. Make him take 12 shots. <laughs> he makes him party with them. <laughs> you don't agree with me? No, you got to party with me. I'm liking Grant more. Grant is... Actually, yeah, he's very, very, very likable. So he's next. Um, but you fell on Lee. 
not that I liked Lee more. I just thought he was so fascinating that he was like torn between two worlds. His view was so twisted, though. But it was it was just fascinating thinking of like what that must have been like, um, like not exactly believing in your cause, but still doing such an amazing job at it. Are you going to get to what happened to him? Like at the end of the war? Uh, Grant, he no, died. Lee. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, we, yeah, Grant and Lee, yeah. I'm sorry, Lee, not so much. So, Lee didn't live five years after the end of the war. So... I thought you said he died when he was 70. No. No, that's... Wait, did he? Yeah, because remember he was like 65 when the war started. He said 50. You are inflating these numbers. So, yeah, he died five years after the war. So, he must have been 65. Yes. And then 70-ish when he died. Yeah. That that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so doing he, your research for you. So after the army, so before he died, five years later, um, he did all he could to reunite reunite the north and the south. Like he was very concerned with just making sure everything went back, and we and focused on healing all the wounds from the civil war. Anyways, so how did he die? Was it just natural causes? Yeah, because that was old as fuck back then. Yeah. Anyways, so let's talk about Ulysses S. Grant. Cool. Cool. So, he is the most famous Union general. Also, tidbit here, guys. Nobody can pronounce his name right. Why? Did I say it wrong? No, I'm just saying it's a crazy weird name. Ulysses. Ulysses Ulysses S. Grant. There's too many S's, dude. Take something out. Oh, do you want to know? Wait, what's his middle name? This is what I was going to tell you. So... He didn't have a middle name. So he made up the S. No. So he didn't have a middle name. He was um, trying to get into West Point, and he, he was um, somehow... Same as Lee? Mm-hmm. They both went to West Point at the same time. We're going to get to that. Um, they were lovers. <laughs> <laughs> at West Point. Oh, my gosh. That would be crazy. <laughs> this whole war was just over the two old dudes loving each other. <laughs> That's why he was drunk in that one battle. <laughs> I don't want to have to kill him. No, they're on the same side. So he would have been, oh, I love him so much. Oh, I don't want him to die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. So what does the S stand for? So, yeah, so he put, he put in his application to West Point, and then he learned later when he got the letter back stating he, could, he was accepted that there was a clerical error, and somebody added an extra S in the middle indicating he had a middle name which he didn't so he was so worried about not being able to get into West Point that he changed his name on the spot (laughs) he just added it what a fucking nerd yeah that's how bad he wanted to get into the school um but anyways so he went to West Point unlike um Robert E. Lee he did not excel he actually was very average the only thing that he excelled in was horsemanship yeah, because you can drink on a horse. Yeah. Um, so he graduated the twenty uh, ranked at number twenty one out of thirty nine. What was Lee? He was number two. Damn. Yeah. So big difference here. Um, but so he also served in the Mexican American War as well, but he drank so heavily due to marriage troubles that he was kicked out of the army after the war. Um, marriage troubles. Yeah. 
Just some issues. sucking off all the dudes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. Wife couldn't handle it. She couldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets kicked out of the army and he's like, okay, I'll just go be a... I think he wanted to be like a realtor and he's trying to do all these weird, like odd jobs, but he wasn't really making much money. Um, during that time where he was not making much money, he inherited a slave from a family member. And instead of selling or making the slave work for him, which if he had sold the slave, the slave would have made him $1,500, which back then was a, I mean, like that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but instead of like, you know, monetizing off the slave, he freed him. And he was said to say that he could not bring himself to um, make this man work for him. So, so back then he would have been like called a pussy. Probably. Like, they're like, dude, like, sell him at least. And he's like, I can't do that. And <laughs> just he like, dude, him. it's a whip. Like, you just, <sighs> that's it. It's not that hard. But yeah, so in that, this sense, Ulysses S. Grant is definitely my favorite. He was a good man. He really was. Um, I keep flip flopping. I don't know who I like now. This He's a drunk ass, or a drunk, lovable, uh, good man who doesn't want slavery. I liked it better when he was just a drunk asshole. Okay, he's a drunk asshole who also likes slaves. No, you can't call him. I see nothing here yet to call him an asshole. You're right. He's just delightful. He's just a drunk idiot. Yeah. He did not do well in school. Actually, I probably should. He's, He's a lot like me on that part. I didn't do well in school. So you're hating on your, uh, your, uh, what would you call that? Somebody you look up to. Idol? Yeah. What? No. He's not my idol. Well, I thought he would be. No. He's a badass. Uh-uh. So, when the Civil War broke out, he recruited volunteers trying to ga- gain a command ship. Um, but the guy in charge of, like, appointing the commands, I guess, was like, no, I remember him. He was drunk last time I saw him. He is not getting in charge of anything um but he was able to weasel his way in somehow a weasel yeah he's like oh. um but he was granted the he was granted a brigadier general rank damn yeah how so just by his maneuvering like he oh oh yeah. okay <laughs> 69 and all the other generals <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this all makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so Grant won the first major victory for the Union by capturing Fort Donelson from the Confederates. This act promoted him to Major General. Then, after winning many battles, Abraham Lincoln. That's a funny name. What? I'm a Major General. A Major. I'm hardcore. He's hardcore. Yeah. I think Brigadier General sounds more badass. Oh, Major. It's just a rank, so it's a higher rank. I know, but it sounds better to me. But anyways. So, after winning many battles, Abraham Lincoln pops in, and he's like, Yo, Grant, I'm going to promote you to Lieutenant General. It sounds worse, but it's better. And, um, you know, Abraham, or Ulysses S. Grant is like, What? Um, all right. 
I and then he was given the command of the Union armies. Like he's just the top dog over the whole army. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. This is kind of confirming my theory about Abraham Lincoln being gay. Yeah, he's all about Grant. He's all about him. Um, Sounds like in the bed. Just you on wait. the streets. Just just wait till we get to the end too. You'll see. Okay. Um, but. So, <laughs> oh, that Grant! Oh, some about his whiskey lips. Whiskey lips, because he's a drunk. Oh my gosh, that's fine. Anyways, um, so the next battles in Virginia. Remember, Virginia is our other boy, uh, Robert E. Lee's home turf. But anyways, so I the battles. Forget you just said that. Okay, I'm just making sure. But the next battles in Virginia during during the Overland, uh, his only obstacle left was defeating Robert E. Lee's forces. So, but Grant weakened Lee's forces due to just hunger and then the strains of a trench warfare. But in the end, yeah, those are bad. Yeah. But in the end, Lee surrendered to Grant at the Palmer Tucks Courthouse, and then Grant wrote in his memoirs that Lee. Wait, so. Say that last one again. Palmer Tucks? No, the last sentence. Grant wrote in his memoirs? No, god damn it. He surrendered what? At the courthouse? (laughs) He surrendered to Grant at the Palmer Tucks. He surrendered. (laughs) (laughs) They finally got married. (laughs) (laughs) And that ended the war. (laughs) Oh. Um, but anyways, so time to. <laughs> time. <laughs> well, it's time to put a old ball and chain on those whiskey lips of yours. <laughs> I'm loving this whiskey lips. <laughs> I'm just making sure. ball and chain. <laughs> anyways, um. <laughs> So, Grant wrote in his memoirs that Lee was a man with much dignity and that he was sad over the downfall of him. So, the... The The downfall. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is interesting. So, after the war, Lincoln invited Grant and Grant's wife to Ford's Theater. But he didn't go because of some family shit. So, Lincoln was killed that night by Wilkes Booth. Because Grant was in there? Well, no. Grant's theory was I think was Grant that. was just died, too. So he was... He thought he that... He would have been he, drunk. He probably just didn't go because he was fucking hungover. <laughs> but if he had gone, he probably would have been killed. Yeah. That's his theory. Yeah, he would have just passed out behind Lincoln. <laughs> Bill Booth is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Unless he could have got him with his lips. Mm. But listen to this, Adam. So Lincoln was killed by Wilkes Booth, and then at Lincoln's funeral, Grant was openly crying, like sobbing, like he was a mess. And he said, and he was heard to say that um, Lincoln was the greatest man he had ever known. And he's like sobbing. He was the best man I ever knew. It was definitely love. A true power bottom. Um, 
Then, in 1869, Grant became the 18th president of the U.S. So, and he was president during the Reconstruction era, so... Wait, he was a president? Mm-hmm. He was our 18th president. Oh. Yeah. That's why he's the most famous. I guess I should know that. <laughs> Did you know that? No. <laughs> Maybe that's why his name is so rememberable. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I, know that I was guy. like, yeah, I've heard that name. It was probably just because of the Civil War. What? No, he was our president. <laughs> what bad Americans are we? We don't know our own presidents? Well, you don't really need to remember him out of high school. We didn't. <laughs> no. Uh, Tell me if you can name all of the presidents without Googling it. I wonder if anybody... You're full can. of shit. I bet one person who has like an eidetic memory could, but that's Well, it. yeah, that's but that's basically a Google in their brain. That's cheating yeah. still. Oh, you're right. So, anyways, um, Grant... It's useless information. Yeah. Except for, for like, a historian. That's what historians are. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. That's what I would love to be, though. I would love to be a historian. Well, you're not doing well. You didn't know shit about Grant being the president. You didn't either! Yeah, but I don't want to be a fucking historian. <laughs> Ouch! Coming down, why don't you, bro? Yeah, you're not going to make shit. Oh. Anyways. Go back to college. <laughs> Your mom goes to college. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> um, anyway, so President Grant was the president during the Reconstruction era, so they're they're pardoning like the slave or yeah, they're they're freeing the slaves and then it, you know, Abraham Lincoln did pardon um, Robert E. Lee. So at the end of the war, a lot of the higher-ranked officers were, like, not able to vote ever again. Like, they had consequences. But Abraham Lincoln decided to um, pardon Robert E. Lee, and then Robert E. Lee was actually able to go on and help and um, still be in politics. So. That must have been awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. Like, a year after, he's just... I'm back! What's up? <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> that was on the wrong side. <laughs> it's okay. Abraham Lincoln says I'm cool. He really yeah, I could totally see him being like everybody's in the corner talking about politics and he's like trying to get in on it. Like, hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, I want to hear. What? what? like, oh, fucking Lee's back. All right. Let's get out of here. He's like, remember those big Civil War battles? I was there. Oh, wait a minute. I was in charge of a lot of stuff. <laughs> You've probably heard of me. <laughs> I was part of the f the battle in Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dweeb. Oh, yeah, he's fucking ratting out Grant all the time. Um, so, so, you know... Grant did a wonderful job as the president, um, but then he actually got cancer. They and had it back then, huh? They think it was probably from the cigars that he liked to smoke. Wait, did they know it was cancer back then? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't know it's been wrong that long. Yeah. But, um, so he, he was dying and he was worried about his family being able to survive after he died because he still didn't have his finances together. Wait, I thought they said back then they thought cigars were good for you. 
Yeah. And cigarettes. Yeah, but us looking back now is probably. Oh, okay. He was known to. He, so back then they're just like, mm, dude, it's fucking. Yeah. They're just like cancer. It's just cancer. It's just cancer. No idea. Keep smoking though. That's probably helping. <laughs> yeah, they're like giving him more cigars. <laughs> this will help you. Um, no, but he um, he was worried about his family if he died and like not being able to provide for them afterwards. So his friend Mark Twain, you know Mark Twain. Yeah. Marky Mark. Everybody knows Mark Twain. Marky Twain offered Grant a book deal for his war memoirs and lots of moolah. So just before Grant died, he was able to publish them. Like, I think he died a few days after. What's he going to do with that money? It was for his family. Oh. To make sure they're provided for. Um, But yeah, he died in 1885 and he was 63. And that's all I got. So wait, that's... That math still is not... Are you sure Lee died when he was 70? Wait, were these guys the same age? No. So, Ulysses S. Grant was born in 1822. Okay. And, um... Holy shit. Robert E. Lee was born... 200 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And Robert E. Lee was born in 1807. Okay, so yeah, he was... He was a bit older. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. And he only lived five years after the war. All right, well, I guess that's on to back to me. So uh, the other thing I wanted to go over was the seven critical Civil War battles. Uh, The first one, which I've never heard of, so this may be... Sorry, ears. (laughs) If you hear flapping of ears, that's my dog. Um, So yeah, the first one is First Bull Run is the name of the battle. Um and before we're going to go into the actual battles themselves, so there were the seven main critical ones um, that what most historians would call the critical battles, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we do have to go over the classifications. Um, battles of the ACW were fought between April 12th, 1861 until May 12th of 1865 in 19 states, mostly Confederate states, which makes sense. Of the 8,000 occasions where hostilities occurred in the ACW, American Civil War, uh, there were 384 battles Damn. that were given in a classification. And these are the four classifications. And I thought this was just interesting. <clears throat> so the first one is Class A, meaning decisive. A general engagement involving field armies in which a commander achieved a vital strategic objective resulting in an indisputable victory or the successful uh, success or termination of a campaign offensive. These battles had a direct impact on the direction, duration, or outcome of the war. Uh, class B would be the next one down. It's, the, it's major. An engagement of magnitude involving field armies or divisions of the armies in which a commander achieved an important strategic objective for a campaign offensive. These battles had a direct impact on the direction, duration, or outcome of the campaign, not the war. So they're just lesser victories or losses. Uh, Class C is formative. It's basically the same thing, but with limited impact on the campaign. And then (laughs) Class D, they labeled it limited. Uh, Not much happened. 
Like the little to no impact on the campaign. Well, that's and there was sad. there was a lot of these. So <laughs> there's a lot of these class D. They're just like fuck. Nothing happened here. <laughs> like, oh, that was just pointless. That had to be embarrassing. Yeah. So they just all of that and nothing happened. Like I'm sure a bunch of people died. But yeah. Just like, uh, but well, it didn't do really anything here. <laughs> so we're gonna gloss over this. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, that'll get us into these seven critical battles. Um, so these would all be class, obviously class A's um, or class B's. Uh, first one, first bull run. This was July twenty first, eighteen sixty one. Union Gen- uh, General Irving McDowell marched out of Washington, D.C. into Virginia, intent on seizing the Confederate capital of Richmond and putting an end to the war altogether. Uh, but bo- most of McDowell's men were inexperienced, 90-day volunteers who joined in expectations of a brief conflict and had little idea what was in store for them. They came up against force commanded by General Pierce G.T. Beauregard, uh, which was def- uh, defending a critical railroad junction at Massas- Man- Manassas. Manassas, Virginia, where McDowell's forces attacked. The Confederates initially were driven back, but the reinforcements soon arrived, including a brigade led by the... by then... Brigadier General uh, Thomas S. Uh, Thomas J. Jackson, mm-hmm. who would earn the nickname Stonewall Jackson. Oh, I know that for name. his tenacity and holding ground. Yeah, he's a badass. Mm. Uh, in the war's first major battle, Union forces were routed, which in es- which routed just means that they were destroyed or defeated, mm. uh, with an estimated two thousand eight hundred and ninety six killed, oh wounded, God. missing, or captured. The victorious Confederates suffered uh, just under 2,000 casualties of their own. As each side countered their dead, or counted their dead, it became evident that the struggle ahead would be longer and more grisly than Americans had expected. Mm. So that's just the first one, which is crazy that um, Jackson, Stonewall Jackson, comes up in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on the Confederate side. Okay. Which is interesting. Because, yeah, Stonewall Jackson, I, I kind of want to do an episode just on him. Cause really? Yeah, he, was, he was a legit badass of back in the olden days. Uh-huh. Um, which, he was a president, too. Oh, really? I'm sure you didn't know. I didn't know. Nope. That's another president. Wait, did you know? Uh-huh. Damn you. Yeah, that's one more that I knew that you didn't. <laughs> We're not keeping track of that. <clears throat> Okay, I don't remember if you said this one, but the second most critical battle was Fort Don... Uh, Dunlison? Donaldson? Don? Yeah, I mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one was February 11th through the 16th, 1862. One of the first major Union victories was then Brigadier General Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capture of Fort Donaldson. Located along the Cumberland River in Tennessee... The Confederates initially repulsed an attack by Union gunboats and planned a bold counterattack against the Union troops to clear a path for escape. The Confederates seemed on the verge of success when they halted and retreated to their fortifications, 
that gave Grant time to figure out a weak point in the Confederate line and attack it. Confederate generals Gideon Pillow. What? (laughs) The dude's name is Gideon Pillow. I love that. And John B. Floyd fled, leaving behind 13,000 pillows. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. 13,000 soldiers. 13,000 pillows. Yeah, Gideon Pillow (laughs) of the Pillow Mansion, or Fortune. Uh, yeah, 13,000 soldiers who waved a white flag above their fortifications. When the rebels attack, asked for terms of surrender, Grant replied that no terms except unconditional and immediate surrender would be acceptable. The, this earned him the nickname Unconditional Surrenderer. Oh. That's kind of badass. You didn't go over that. No. That was his nickname. You didn't even Listen, get that part. I didn't go over nicknames, because most of the nicknames I didn't really think of. I'm sure cool. Grant will be in here. Uh, the victory, along with the capture of nearby Fort Henry, opened up the state of Tennessee to Union invasion and helped turn Grant into a national hero. Open up the safe, bitch got a lot to say. Okay. Back over to Ant... Ant... Antheim, or Ant... Antium? Antium. There's no U, though. It can't be Antium. Uh-oh. I think it is Anaheim without an H. I don't know what that would be. Whatever. September 17th, 1862. Okay. <laughs> General Robert E. Lee and his army yes. of Northern Virginia invaded Maryland in an attempt to knock out the Union, uh, to knock back the Union on its heels. President Abraham Lincoln sent Major General George McClellan of the McClellan uh, fortune, you know, the race cars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, little known fact, he went on to make the very first um, car that went 0 to 100. For real? No. Oh. <laughs> the technology wouldn't exist back then. <laughs> wow, you are so gullible. You said it with such authority, man. Like, I bought it. <laughs> Uh, back to Antium. Yeah, yeah. The two forces initially collided at dawn mm-hmm. in a cornfield in Sharpsburg, Maryland, okay. where their movements were obscured by the tall corn stalks. As they fired upon one another, the battle eventually shifted to the stone bridge along Antium Creek. Where Wait, he- so they're like children of the corn. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> how this all started. They're just poking them with... Little pitchforks. Well, that's kind of creepy, though. Like, imagining people attacking you from a cornfield. I would never go into a cornfield ever again. Well, it would be even scarier if it's fucking muskets, so you just... Yeah. Out of nowhere, just get shot. Yeah. It's terrifying. You're just, like, checking some corn, and bam, you're not again. Yeah, I can see this in a movie, like, the whole army's, like, just walking us along the cornfield. This fat, older uh, Union guy comes out and is just like, Oh, good crop this year. <laughs> <laughs> Face down. Good crop this year. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, collided in Maryland, blah, blah, blah. Uh, eventually shifted Confederate's position three times before finally capturing it. An estimated 22,717 men on both sides were killed, wounded, captured, or went missing weird that they combine the number there. Yeah. Though the battle ended in a stalemate, the Union had uh, stymed Lee's invasion. They gave Lincoln enough 
confidence to issue the Emancipation Proclamation, which yeah. redefined the Civil War from a scrub, uh, struggle to preserve the Union to one focus focused on ending slavery. Meanwhile, photographers by Alexander Gardner of bodies strewn of the battlefield. Displayed in Matthew Bradley's, uh, Bradley's gallery in New York, brought home to Northerners the brutal cost of the war. Number four, Chancellorsville. This one we went over already. Um, I'll just go over real quick. So May 1st to 6th, 1863, Lee achieved one of his greatest triumphs at Chancellorsville, Virginia, where he divided his forces and sent Lieutenant General Thomas J. Stonewall Jackson Stonewall Jackson to force his way through a rough force to outflank units led by Union General Joseph Hooker. After several days of fighting, the Union troops were forced to retreat. By the end, Hooker had suffered (laughs) more than 17,000 casualties to Lee's 13,000. So, man, I wish they had more on that one, because that's got fucking Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and then them going after Hooker. (laughs) That's probably the most interesting of them all. (laughs) Okay, and then... So then we're actually only going to do five. I know I said there was seven, but um, after five, it wasn't really as interesting. So um, Number five would be Vicksburg, May 18th to July 4th, 1863. Confederate President Jefferson Davis saw Vicksburg, Mississippi, a fortress port and railroad hub, along with uh, the Mississippi River as the nailhead that holds the South's two halves together. That's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. That made it imperative for the Union to take what was known as the Gibraltar of... Gibraltar? Oh, yeah. Gibor- <laughs> the Gibraltar of the Confederacy. The Gibraltar? Why did he call it that? I don't know. In Midway, Grant sent his forces to attack the city several times but they were unable to penetrate the Confederates' defenses. <laughs> he said penetrate. There was a lot of penetrating in this uh, war. <laughs> Mainly the generals, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, that forced him to settle into a long siege in which he bombarded Vicksburg with artillery and fire from Union gunboats and forced Confederate defenders and the civilian population to endure hunger and illness. Oh. Many hid in man-made caves dug under the city. That sounds metal. <laughs> sounds metal. In June, Grant tried one last assault, deploying miners to tunnel under the Confederate fortifications and plant explosives oh. that carved out 12-foot deep craters. Damn. But the Union forces were unable to advance out of it and had to retreat. By July, Confederate Lieutenant General John C. Pemberton and his 29,000 men couldn't hold out any longer and Mm -hmm. had to surrender to Grant. Ew. The victory gave the Union control of the critical supply line of the entire Mississippi River, and the Confederacy was split. So that one was actually, like, a decisive. So they split the Union, and they cut off their supply. So after that, they were fucked. Mm. Just like we said on the first episode. Yep. The Confederates were fucked. But I guess they had Lee and Andrew Jackson, which I don't see how they lost with Andrew Jackson. They should have made him the leader. Why didn't they? I don't know. Probably because he didn't have as much 
experiences Lee. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... I don't know how old he was at that time. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, it's funny that Stonewall Jackson just now comes up. I wish we would have talked about him way more. Well, are you, are you blaming me? Yeah, kind of. What? You did the research on the last two episodes. <laughs> <coughs> Listen, you you can't beggars can't be choosers, okay? I'm not begging. Well, I'm just saying you're scraping the end of the, the bottom of the barrel with me here, so. You're lucky you got what you did, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty much all we got. Thanks. Yeah, they don't like the other two, so. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to do it with that. Got okay. suck with me. <laughs> I guess the only other thing that we were going to go over were the hauntings of each battlefield. Oh, man. Which, we can save that for, like, a, a side episode. Yeah. Or bonus episode. Because we have to do on. that. We have to. I think the main one is, like, Gettysburg. Yes. That's a big one. Big one. Um, but I know there's others. I think Chancellorville is also a big one. I want to say I've heard some stuff on that one. It has to be, because that was a big deal. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll bring that to you guys in another episode, um, where we'll talk more about that. So, how about we wrap it up with, who do you think should won? Should have won? The Union. Really? Yeah. Their cause was just... Not no. He was an idiot. Lee? What, what? Don't you mean Grant? Lee was the smart one. Yeah, Lee was smart, but he was, he was, I consider him being like a little wimp. He was like, I don't really like slavery. I don't want to fight against the South. He's like, I'm like, just, you know, Wishy-washy. man up. Yeah, just man up. Like, come on. Yeah, he should have just gone full bore, like, fuck yeah, slaves. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I don't know, like, I feel like you need, if you don't believe in something strongly, why fight for it? Yeah, you should have just switched sides. Yes. Or just gone gung-ho. I feel like that would have helped the Confederate. But we're glad it didn't. <laughs> yes, we're glad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, if Satan was here, he wouldn't have let any of this happen anyways. Why? Because Satan would have shown us all that, you know what, this is dumb, let's just get high and drink and have a party. That's, That's what, what he's Satan all about. Would do. Yeah. Hmm. That is exactly what Satan would do. Because you know what God did? What? Nothing. <laughs> See? Okay. All for full circle. Okay. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Um... Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, this was the uh, Civil War, ACW. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that abbreviation now, now that we're never going to use it again. Yeah. <laughs> the ACW, the Battles and the Generals, which there was a lot of other generals that were really interesting, i.e. Stonewall Jackson, which if you don't know a whole lot about him, um, he's another person we should do fucking mini episode on just because he's interesting okay and if you want do some research on him because he yeah <laughs> he fought in like a bunch of duels where he always like won um he was the president and he had he was he had like a bunch of assassination attempts on him and one of them was when he was like really old and it failed 
So he started to beat the dude with his cane. <laughs> And his, uh, his, uh, his bodyguards had to pull him off of the assassins. So the, <laughs> they were talking about this. They were saying the equivalent of the Secret Service had to save the assassin from the president. What? He's so cool. Yeah, he's a badass. Damn. But, yeah, so we'll have to go over him again yes. some other time. Yes. yes. But, uh, as always, it was wonderful for you guys to stop in and listen to this episode. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, if you like, you leave us a rate and a review and subscribe, and we'll bring you out a new episode next week. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, stay safe and have a good one. Bye.